everybody who's uh, listening right now. Thank you so much. This is the Customizing Culture Podcast. My name is Jared. I'm here with Heat Press Nation, and I have a very, very special guest. Uh, to a lot of you, he doesn't really need any introduction, um, but for those of you who may not know, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm raised entrepreneur, YouTuber with almost 500,000 subscribers, and I make content about growing businesses. I've done the t-shirt business. Mm -hmm. Also, vending, eBay, this and that. But that's pretty much it. That's yeah. who I am. Dude, I love it. Now, mm. welcome back, by the way. Thank you, thank if you. If you guys want an older interview with Rez, yeah. we actually did one, I think, 2018, 2019, a something cool like that. A minute ago. Yeah, We've been homies for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you actually hooked me up with my first heat press. Yeah. Well, my first good heat press. Oh, No you, Amazon you. press, you know? <laughs> yeah. I have a t-shirt. It's the anti-Amazon heat press club. I saw it. Dude, I... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm not a fan. I'm not yeah. a fan. So, you're not a fan of Amazon presses either. Oh, no, okay. well... They get the job done when you're first starting out, mm -hmm. but three, six months later, you got to get a new one. Yeah. And it's so inconsistent. Yes. And yeah. like your heat press, I got the M press 1550. I'm not trying mm -hmm. to sell it or nothing. I still have it to this day. Still there kicking. There we go. I still have my, I have the signature series 1620 mm -hmm. auto open almost seven years now. Mm. I think this summer it'll be seven years. Oh, that I got press. that one too. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. you that one. Comes out. Love it, bro. Auto opens. No more burning your knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes, like, I he press a shirt and I go get something real quick. And then I, I'm like, I hear the beep, beep, beep. And I'm over there running. But now with yours. It's oh, cool. There we go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, man, I feel like I feel like there's so much to cover. Like, and okay, and I'm just going to tell you guys right now mm -hmm. if you go to, over to Riz's channel, you're going to find so much information and inspiration mm -hmm. like dude you i feel like you've covered so much ground but really quick just to kind of yeah. get everybody up to speed like t-shirts were probably your first side hustle like when your channel started to take off that was it yeah now a lot of people don't know this mm -hmm. when i started my t-shirt journey on youtube it was like the fifth time i started my t-shirt business really? all over again that was when I was 25. Mm -hmm. I've been doing t-shirts since high school, my senior year. Really? Okay, but, so that I didn't know. Yeah, nah, but super low budget, mm -hmm. you know? And um, each time I would start, then I would quit. Mm -hmm. Then I would start again with better equipment, then quit again for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Until finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to learn how to run a business. Mm -hmm. Let's see how it goes. Six months later, I was able to make it into my full-time income. In six months. But because I already had a lot of experience mm -hmm. from the other times. Okay. And I already had some clients from my previous. So it's not from zero, but once you have that experience and you build some customer base, mm -hmm. it really helps you grow the business quicker. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Now I was re now. So before to prepare yeah. for this interview, cause I wanted to be prepared, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude. So I'm watching your old videos, mm -hmm. your, the, your series where you were, uh, living in your car, right? Mm -hmm. Bro, that blew my mind because as of right now, like you said, you have you're almost half a million subscribers, mm -hmm. right? You're on a, I like on your Instagram profile, it's like on a mission to a million dollars, yeah. right? You're on that million dollar journey. And like right now, you, you, dude, you're running social media for other people. So like, you, mm -hmm. dude, your success, like, like I know, you, I, I don't know, would you, I don't know if you'd consider that you've made it already, but mm -hmm. you're making it for sure. And so to see that contrast with like, wait, what the heck? Is he, why, why, why is he living in his car? Like, and mm. so I'm rewatching the series as if like I've seen it for the first time. And one thing that like just, just absolutely smacked me in the face was you have this drive and passion mm -hmm. that come, that's coming through in those videos. And I'm just like, dude, where did that come from? Like, like, like what, 
because you had moved out, right? You made like the decision to move out and move in your car. Like it wasn't like forced upon you, was it? Or it wasn't. But I just wasn't happy where I was at in life. Yeah, I was working at Burger King, renting mm-hmm. a room, no real goals. I graduated from college with my uh, liberal arts mm-hmm. community college, and I was gonna go to a uh, full university, Fresno University. Mm-hmm. I went to go meet with a counselor, get my classes, but then he told me, "Hey, you gotta take out a loan." And one thing my mom always taught me, I saw it, was don't try to get in debt because mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. You know, you got to dig yourself out. And I didn't want to do that. I'm like, let me choose entrepreneurship then. And then from 18 to 25, I was just trying to grow something, but I had no guidance, no experience. Honestly, no motivation. Okay. I was going out, jumping from job to job. And then once I hit 25, I'm like, I need a change. Yeah. And that was my change. YouTube, because I love teaching. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know how to apply it. And I'm like, maybe I could start something with YouTube and teach people. And that's where I made that series where I didn't want to just give advice. I wanted to show something. But yeah. what can I show? I'm broke. I ain't got no business. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been through a struggle a couple of times. Yeah. Let me show people that no matter where you're at, with a game plan, hard work, you could save money. And get yourself out of any situation. Dude, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that anytime I feel like I have an excuse for why I don't want to do my business. Because mm-hmm. I have a t-shirt business is struggling right now. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But like <laughs> every time I feel like I have like an excuse, I think back to that video series and I'm like, dude, like literally no excuse. Like you mm-hmm. like you made it like you had your goal. I think it was you wanted to see like a thousand dollars and three thousand dollars. Yeah. And then like you did it. Mm-hmm. You you committed. Yeah. Like was it like an overnight? Like one day you're like, you know what, dude, I'm just gonna go for it. Or like, what happened? Like, like, what? Where was the the switch? It, it was well. One thing I learned from my fell few businesses before that point okay. is I needed to learn mm-hmm. business. What's the best way to learn? I don't know. I'm not going to school. I don't have a mentor. But there's a lot of books out there. And I remember this quote that said, "If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're gonna get the same results." So you have to switch it up. Yeah. And I was I was letting it marinate in my mind. I was working at Burger King. And I'm like, you know what? I really want to do YouTube. I want I this is the game plan. I don't know where it's gonna go, but I wanna give this a try. So I went to my manager at Burger King and I told her, Hey, I'm putting my two week notice because this is what I wanna do. She was fully supportive. That day after I put in my two week notice, I didn't know show no call. And I just left. I told I I, oh, I was man. renting a room for my brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, here's a month rent. I'm dipping, and uh, I'll see how it goes. And I remember telling my sister, my sister, ten years older than me, she raised us. Mm-hmm. I told her, did what I'm gonna do with tears in her eyes. Oh, she goes, you really gonna go do that? Because I mean, it sounds stupid when you tell someone, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go sleep in my car with two hundred dollars for you, no job for you two. Yeah. And, uh, but she knew she couldn't stop me. Once I have my mindset on something, I'm going to do it. Have you always been like that? Like even growing up, like mm. you saw something and you're like, no, get it. no, okay. because early on I would let other people kind of influence me on my decisions. Mm-hmm. But then like, I wasn't happy. And I, in one of the book, yeah. you have to take a hundred percent responsibility of your life. Even if someone influences you, you let them influence you. And Dang, I, I made I made a lot of decisions that were stupid, 
But I'm glad I went through them because I learned firsthand mm-hmm. how they went for me and how yeah. it worked for me. Yeah. And that was it. I've done that so many times that when I tell people I'm going to try something, whether I succeed or fail, that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for the experience and to grow as a person. Mm-hmm. And bro, that homeless series, I learned a lot about myself, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Man, I, and you know what's funny? Like, I want to be honest, I feel like that series has saved so many people mm. so much, like, I guess, struggle yeah. in a sense. Because I see that and I'm like, man, like, it is 100% possible. Mm-hmm. Because you had, like, no special help there. Mm-mm. Like, there was, like, or was, was anybody secretly funding you? Like, Dude, like behind I wish. The scene? <laughs> well, no. Right. So it was super raw and you got it done. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that's, I feel like it saved me a lot of excuses. It saved me a lot of, you know, you know, trying something halfway. Cause it's like, nah, if it could, like, it can be done. Not if it can be done, it can be done. I just gotta, I just gotta put in that grind. And you know what? Once I learned that anything is possible, that's the same mentality I had for YouTube. Cause mm-hmm. that series, I started in 2015 Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought my video was gonna blow up, millions of views. Yeah. Who don't want who doesn't want to see somebody struggling be homeless, right? <laughs> Nothing. But I'm like, I like this. Mm-hmm. I wanna keep creating content. And I'm gonna create content until it works out. 2015 until 2018, when I got my first viral video. Wow. Those three years, doing it for free so, with okay, day so, job and so, a family. So where did that drive come from? Like how do you grind for three years? Yeah. On something that is, it's just, it's a hope. It's a dream at that point, yeah, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Other people were making it happen. So I knew it was possible. Okay. I just need to make it possible for me. But I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. But one thing I read in the book, I'm paraphrasing. It didn't say this. But you need to lie to yourself <laughs> and say, it's possible. It's going to work out. Because yeah. I remember when I was sleeping in my car and bro, with $2 in the bank account, I have to make it last. Stop. It's kind of like, what the heck am I doing over here? I could be back home comfortable in a room and with a day job, not having to struggle. But that's where I had to lie to myself and say, it is going to work out. Just yeah. tough it out. I don't, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get, I totally get what you're saying. I wouldn't say maybe lie to yourself. I think it's like encourage yourself. Pump yourself up. Like when the homie's uh. going to go talk to a girl and, you know, he's poco feo, right? Or sorry, he's a little ugly. Yeah. And he's like, no, bro, you got it. Go talk. Like, you know, you, you, you gas him up a little bit. Yeah. Like kind of like that. Would you say like kind of like just gassing yourself up? Like you're not quite lying, yeah. but you're just, you know. I guess you have to be your number one supporter. There. Okay, there mm-hmm. we go. Yes. You have to believe in yourself. You have to assume that it's going to work out no matter what. Yeah. And you have to be determined because... For those three years of YouTube, mm-hmm. I tried making money out of it, mm-hmm. and it, nothing was working out. That's why I had a day job, mm-hmm. and I only quit my day job until uh, YouTube started making money. Okay, right on. And I've been doing it full time ever since, dude. See, oh. that's the dream. I know that's the dream for like a lot of content creators out there mm-hmm. to be able to have YouTube support your daily life. Like, dude, that's huge. Mm-hmm. That, that that really is, and I think just in that alone, and not saying this is the end because you you got so much more room to grow but just at this point that's such a huge win living in your car making it happen side hustles and youtube fully supporting your life like that dude, that's wild it's i mean i have nothing to complain about yeah i'm so <laughs> right, happy right. that i get to do whatever i want yeah. and that was the ultimate goal because 
maybe this is where I get another drive. Mm -hmm. I cannot have a day job, Jared. <laughs> from you're, you're done, huh? From 21 to oh. 25, I've had easily over 20 jobs. Yeah. Because I will quit. I will get fired. I'm not the best employee because I just... This is just me personally. Yeah. I'm not telling everybody. There's people out there with right. a full day job, benefits, <laughs> right. security, mm -hmm. good coworkers. Good for you. Yeah. That's not my life. Like, I know my look, boss is, my, Jimmy's going to get all max. I'm going to quit after this. I'm like, you already said. Hey, no. we, we've been talking about it. Jerry. remember? Hey, I'm, I'm joking. No, no. But um, that's it, man. I just can't because yeah. in, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and once again, I have to emphasize this. I'm not trying to influence anybody. It's just my personality. Right, right. You know, that uh, I just want to be able to do whatever I want whenever I want. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Running your business. A lot of stress, insecureness yeah. with income. Yep. You know, and but the freedom. Yeah. <sighs> Can't beat the freedom. Tell, tell us about the freedom, Riz. Tell the people. Well, look, I'm wearing my chanclas over here. <laughs> Nobody could tell me what to do. I wake up whenever I want. I do put in the hours. I right, work a lot. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I just can't do a day job, bro. And then working with other people you don't want to work with. Like, as my yeah. own boss, somebody comes up to me for my business, mm -hmm. and we might not have the right vibe or they're coming off disrespectful. Hey, I don't think I'm the right person for you. Because for me, peace of mind? Oh, man. Yes. I, yes, love, sure. I love not stressing about it. Like, when I had a job, I'd be like, man... George over here starts talk, talking smack. What am I going to do about it, you know? <laughs> or management be like, oh, we're not going to give you a raise. Or like, you're capped on income. Yeah. I'm like, no. Because as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. I choose how much money I make. I choose how much time I put in. Sure, right. there's slow seasons. There's busy seasons. But now that I'm experienced, I know and I prepare for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so now kind of to, to take the people through your history. So. Yeah. We kind of skipped ahead to, to today, mm -hmm. but like, was was it was your t-shirt videos? Were those your first viral videos? Yes. And and how many? Sorry. Yeah. And how many? Did you try anything else before t-shirts for YouTube? For YouTube. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, so like what? Once I did the homeless series, which mm -hmm. was six episodes, I saved fourteen hundred dollars in three months. I slept in my car for three months, Sucks. and then I found a place to stay, and that was pretty much the end of it. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted to show people. You yeah. know, just save money, work hard, and then see where you go. And then I was like, what do I do next with my channel? Mm -hmm. And I always like business. Let me show people different ways of making money. Mm -hmm. But of course, my girl was pregnant. We we're going to have a kid. I needed a day job. I was working again at Burger King. Hey, fast food's <laughs> always hiring, bro. <laughs> you know, free meals. <laughs> and then, um, so I had a day job. And the reason it took me three years is because I was uploading like one video every two or three months. Okay. So it wasn't consistent because mm -hmm. I had to work. But I was doing how to make money collecting cans, selling light toys at the park, yep. li little stuff like that, selling chocolate bars. And then for like two years, I was doing little hustles and I was growing a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me start a new series of growing a business. But what business is that going to be? Well, I've done the t-shirt business for four times already. Yeah. I already have experience. It will be an easy transition. I started making videos with t-shirts and it started growing. And I went from like 50 subscribers to 100, 200. And then one video took off. How I made screen printing into my full-time income, 100,000 views in a week. I was working at yeah, AMPM at that point. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've had a lot of jobs, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first month, I made $500. 
But that's not enough for a family. Right. You know, right. so I went from five days at AM PM to four days. Next month, fifteen hundred dollars. Cause you only need one viral video to take your channel to the next level. That's yeah. one thing I noticed. And then once I made fifteen hundred, I went to AM PM. I'm like, yo, the slurpees are bomb, but I gotta go down <laughs> to part time. Next month after that, twenty five hundred dollars. Told AM PM, thank you so much. I'm not coming back. Haven't looked back ever since. So that AMPM was your last job. Last W two job, last bro. Last W two. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. What, and what year was that? Two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's the year that we connected then. Yeah. Because I, I was like, dude, how long have I known Riz? So I literally, I went to my emails. I found that first one, and that was just me shooting my shot. Because at that point, I had already seen your content. Mm -hmm. I was down, and then, and then after, so I had already like kind of like been watching you on YouTube, and then I got started. Uh, running the affiliate program here and so then i was like oh let's this is like right in there yeah and so that's when i that's when i shot my shot i'm like hey mr Reyes, please sir would you please be my friend no, no you know what you, no but behind the scenes yeah. you were the first company to reach out really ever and you're like hey we could send you the sheet press and then you could send it back i'm like i'll take whatever you know yeah and then i used it and i'm like hey i made the video where can i send it back you remember what you said keep it like oh i'm like there's a company I, I want to work with and we've been working ever since. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. That's, that's crazy. And then now I feel like now, like the standard is like, you don't ask for things back. I'm like, you know, yeah. that just kind of shows how inexperienced I was like, Hey, I'll lend you a press. Can yeah. you just make a video? Sir? But you were, but you were so down though. Yeah. Like, well, just like you, I didn't have a lot of experience working with yeah. companies. Now I know what I could ask for and what I could right, get. Yeah. But back then I'm like, I'll take anything. Yeah, I wouldn't I would yeah. and now I know. Like I would never offer to lend someone a press. Just just send them the press. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what we learned. We learned together, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny, man. So okay, so so we're here. It's 2018. And then you start to have hit after hit on mm -hmm. YouTube. And I know this because one of them is our you, you made a video with our video, our uh vinyl cutter, yep. the vinyl system specialist. Mm -hmm. Right now it has 1.8 million views, mm -hmm. which to me is like, that's a lot of views for a vinyl cutter. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I don't like 1.8 million on YouTube. That's still a lot, right? That's not like, and it's still making me money to this day. Affiliates and ad revenue. There we go. Mm -hmm. So, so then you start getting like hit after hit on YouTube. Um, mostly with the t-shirt content, right? You, you, you hung out with t-shirts for a little bit. Yep. A yeah. little bit. And then I felt I got to a point where, I couldn't grow the business mm -hmm. to the next level without having to invest on more equipment mm -hmm. and space. And I didn't want to do that, man. Here's the thing about the t-shirt business. I started with the vinyl cutter, heat press. Then I moved on into screen printing. Mm -hmm. And for any screen printers out there, those, you know, nights where you have to screen print, the customers. I mean, I'm not trying to uh, discourage people from starting yeah. a t-shirt business. But it got to a point where I'm like, I want to try something new. Yeah. And my mentality changed mm -hmm. where I wasn't a t-shirt business making YouTube content. Okay. I was a YouTuber making t-shirt content. Bro. Okay. So mm -hmm. I, when I was preparing for this, I was going to, I was going to ask, I'm not going to yeah. ask you. I was going to ask, why did you stop making t-shirts? But then I found this video and I'm going to show you right now. Hold yeah. On. Go ahead. You had to make shirts and decals, but this isn't a shirt channel. This is a entrepreneur channel. This means I want to invest on different businesses. That way I could teach more people how to make more money with different ways for free 99. <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, bro, no, no lie. It's so cringy watching my old videos. No. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so yeah, this yeah. video is. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now how old oh, this video. I'm sure was. that was when I was sick of t-shirts already, man. This was. Where's the? This is this video is five years old. Mm-hmm. And this was before you moved on. I think you were just kind of starting roughly t-shirts. Yeah. This is like 2018 at this mm-hmm. point. And so to me, when I saw that clip, it, it blew my mind because you had the vision. I guess my question is, I'm not just trying to fluff you up. But yeah. like, I really want to, like, where did that vision come from? Like what inspired that? Well, at that point, I was like 28 years old already with mm-hmm. a family. I was already, I already knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just needed to make it happen. And that was create content on YouTube about business. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I knew, and I got sick of the shirts, but I didn't get <laughs> sick of YouTube. Right. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. So that's when I jumped into different businesses. But that's it. it, man. Once I told myself, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life or for the next five or 10 years, this is it. Yeah. And I'm still doing it. Still, dude, and still mm-hmm. killing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. T- t-shirts are, and now t-shirts are, they could be good money. Yeah. I mean. Were you ever tempted by any of your, and I guess I should pause and say you've yeah. covered a lot of ground. Yeah. You've done auto detailing. Yeah. Uh, pallet purchase resale. Yeah. Uh, those are some of my favorites selling candy. Yeah. Uh, vending machines. Mm. Geez. Like what, what are some of the, what are some of the weirder ones that you've covered? You know what? Okay. I'm going to tell you guys the video's not up anymore, but oh. I went to go do a video with a guy who was selling medical supplies. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a hustle. A lot of people were against it. And after they gave me their feedback on the comments and direct message, I'm like, yeah, I shouldn't have this on my channel because it doesn't fit the brand. Got it. And that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely been one of the weird ones. But that's it, bro. Yeah, I, I've had a lot of people hit me up saying, hey, start this business or do this and that. But I'm like, it doesn't fit the brand. Got it. Got so it. that's why I don't get into weird stuff. Yeah. But I mean, so, so, so t-shirts like if, because you promote a lot of side hustles, right? Some side hustles don't work for certain people. Some of them do. Not everybody should start a mobile detailing business. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Right. Yep. And on that same note, like maybe not everybody should start a t-shirt business. Mm-hmm. What kind of person do you think is ideal? Like who should be starting a t-shirt business? Someone who's creative. Okay. You got to be creative because you got to make designs. Mm. You got to. And, and another thing is um, a, someone who's a people person for a t-shirt business. Yeah. You have to have social skills because you got to promote your products. You got to go meet people for potential clients. Mm-hmm. But honestly, crafty people as well. Crafty if you people? like making stuff, you'll love making shirts. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. I think that's true. I, I discovered shirts first. And then after I got into shirts, I'm like, now I see craft stuff. And I'm like, I can make that. I'll yeah. Make it. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it has to be something. Uh, here's the thing I tell uh, everybody who wants to start a business. Mm-hmm. If you're only going to do it for the money, you're not going to enjoy it. And you're oh. not going to last. Mm-hmm. So if even if you're interested, if you think it's a good idea, give it a shot. That's another thing. You're not going to know if it's going to work for you or not until you give it a shot. Yeah. That's, that's my advice. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, so that's who should start a t-shirt business. Yeah. Who should not? Who should stay the heck away from t-shirts? People who don't have patience. Oh, Man, because, you know, so if you yeah. start with vinyl cutter, you got to weed. Mm-hmm. You got to heat press. And then, um, like I said, people who are want to do it just for the money. Yeah, It's not because 
if you want to pay yourself per hour, mm-hmm. the t-shirt business is not for you. Because there's yeah. a lot of communication with the customers. There's a lot of artwork. If you're going to make the artwork or you're going to outsource it, then you got to uh, cut it, weed it, put it on the shirt. Then you got to wait for a customer to come over here and pick it up or you deliver it. <laughs> yeah. And before you know it, you spent two, three hours on one shirt that you're selling for like 25 bucks. Yeah. You know, so you have to enjoy it. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of, a, I, I think at the start of any of the side hustles, there's, there's a certain period where, it's all investment, right? Yes. Yeah. How, you, how do you how do you get the ins, the inspiration or the drive to power through that? For, so if like anybody's starting a business right now, there's a period where you dude, you're making zero, bro. So like, look, you have to figure out what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Like for example, my homeless series. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that I cannot plan things. I have the ideas. I have the basic steps. Let's go for it, and I'm gonna learn on the way. Yeah. There's other people. For example. Don't quit your day job. That's what I would advise people who want to play it safe. Mm-hmm. Have your day job after work or weekends. Work on the on the business so you could have that steady income. There's other people that's like, bro, I'm quitting my job today. <laughs> starting a teacher tomorrow, and I'm gonna pray and work hard. <laughs> and sure enough, here's the thing: a lot of people feel like they're gonna start making money right away. No. no. It takes, in on average, in my opinion, at least three months to make some part-time income and mm-hmm. then six months to a year to make it into the full-time income. Yeah. Sooner for some people, later for some people, but play safe, don't quit your day job. But right. if you're the type of person that you got to go for it, go for it. If you're the type of person that you need that extra motivation, burn that bridge. Do your job that's dirty. Scary. And that's what I used to do. That's what mm-hmm. I do. Like, for example, the only reason... I continue YouTube was because the homeless series, I'm a hard worker. That job, McDonald's, I was working with, mm-hmm. after two months, they offered me a manager precision, mm-hmm. which is 2 $3 above minimum wage, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, benefits, and I had a kid on the way. It's kind of stupid to say no to that, but it's I knew. Scary, yeah. I knew if I said yes, I would have to commit to this job, let go of YouTube, Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was going to kick myself. So I told them no. And to burn that, because br- I mean, I could tell them no, but then they could offer it to me. Or maybe I could be in a situation where I'm like, I need to take it. Yeah. I told them no. A week later, I quit. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to quit. Yeah. But I knew I had to burn this bridge because I didn't want to get comfortable. Man, I don't like living in like the what ifs. Cause I think mm-hmm. it's really dangerous yeah. to always be what if, what if. But like sometimes, like, for example, like, what if you would have taken that manager job at McDonald's? You know, that's right. I don't say what if. It is what it is. But you know what happened? That was 2015. 2018, mm-hmm. I didn't make money. I struggled for three years. Mm-hmm. After that job, I went to go work in the field because I couldn't find a job. Mm-hmm. And my girl was pregnant. And over there, I'm picking peaches in the hot sun Sounds. for eight hours a day. With one hour to go over there, eight hours, another hour to come back. And I'm like what the heck did I just do? Yeah. I let go of a decent job with security to come do this. And my YouTube ain't even taking off. And that's when I just had to lie to myself. It's going to work out. Yeah. It's going to tough it out, tough it out. And that's one big thing I learned about myself. I just need to tough it out. Yeah. And it's going to work. And that's what I've been doing. Dude, there's, there's power in toughing it out. Oh yeah. I, I think it's so easy to like, and then just kind of speaking for myself, it's so easy to just cop out. Dude, I love canceling plans. In mm-hmm. fact, like if somebody says, Hey, we're going to go hang out this week. And I'm like, all right, I'll go. 
if they text me and say, hey, bro, can't make it after all. I'm like, yeah, like it feels good. You know what? <laughs> I love working with everybody. But sometimes, like I told you, Monday, I drove seven hours to Ramona. <laughs> I was kind of hoping, man, I hope he cancels the night before, you know? <laughs> he did it, and I toughed it out. Yeah, t- yeah. and toughing it out is, is powerful. I I, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I always have to, like, and then I thank God he blessed me with a good wife. She's always, like, she's there in my corner, like, yeah. no, babe, do it. Get it. Get it. She's, like, my encouragement to tough it out. You know, my girl, too, man. Yeah. She's not really about business. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she doesn't love me traveling so much and this and that. But she will never tell me. Don't go. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. You know she's supportive, and that's really important. Yeah. How, can you kind yeah. of like touch on that a little bit more? Like how, like, because you know, since the beginning, you said like, hey, you started this when you had a kid on the way. Yeah. Like, how important has it been to have? Because she's been with you this whole time, right? Exactly, man. How important has it been to have her in your corner? You know what? I love my girl. We've been together seven years. We're about to get married in May. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But. The first three years, she hated it. Really? She was not supportive at all. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm my biggest believer. Yeah. And it got to a point, and I've said this before. She knows. I love you, babe. But the first three years, I'm like, hey, you're telling me I'm not giving you attention. I'm spending too much money on the business. We're broke. We're laid on the rent. But I believe in this. But if it's not your cup of tea, you got to do what you got to do. We'll work something out with the kids. Yeah. And that was this. And That's we broke heavy. Up. That's heavy. It was tough, man. And uh, we broke up a couple of times because of that. Mm-hmm. She would go stay with her mom for a couple of days. She would always come back saying, I want to try it. Sure enough, a couple of months later, hey, where's my me time? You know, when are you going to take me out? And I'm like, babe, I'm late on this order. And needs yeah. to get done. There she goes with her mom again. We're going to split up. We're going to go to court, this and that. We went through our journey, man. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that. Everybody goes through that. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but that's our journey. Yeah. And we worked it out. But after three years, that's when YouTube started picking up. And she was still saying, you're working too much, but she already knew, just like the rest of my family, you're not going to stop me. You're either going to support me or you're going to go do your own thing, but I'm still going to keep moving forward. And now she's 100% supportive, bro. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. How, man, so like so like to people, like I guess, who are just starting up, I think a lot of times they don't understand that it's not just, if, if you have a partner, if yeah. you're married or you have a girlfriend or whatever, like it's not just you. No. Like it's your, it's your family. They're going to be involved whether they like it or not, you know? Exactly. And that's one issue that, isn't that an issue? But she brings up like, hey, you've been traveling three weeks, mm-hmm. you know? And I tell her, babe, let me tell her that this one last week. Next day, I'm not going to schedule. I'm only going to travel two days instead of four days. That's going to be our us time. See, and that's the benefit of doing your own, of running your own business is, hey, I got all day, babe. Like, exactly. Yeah. And you know how many times I've had an emergency, like I need to go home for the kids mm-hmm. or the kids get sick at school. You know, mm-hmm. I have my own business. All right, I'll go pick them up real quick. You yeah. know, like uh, birthday parties. Here's the thing. I know I'm talking about stresses with entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. this and that. But I've never missed a birthday. I've never missed a holiday. I've go. never missed an emergency. Mm-hmm. And that's the freedom I want. See that and that's the benefit. I think like and I love that you're you're sharing it all, dude, because mm-hmm. I think so many times you watch a video and it's, you know, and I'm not gonna trash talk any any other yeah. channels or anyone, but you just see like they just show you like the Hey, you could start your t shirt business in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching that and I'm like, <laughs> 
not five minutes, bro. Yeah. And like, or, you know, like, oh, be successful, you know, have multiple streams of income in only 30 days. And I'm like, eh, not really. But you know, you know? what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. How much is a course you're selling though? You know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's always a course you're selling. Mm -hmm. And then I, that's why I think it's so important. And I, and I love what you're sharing here. And I love how transparent you are because it's, there's people out there who need to know the facts, bro, mm -hmm. because they're, they're ready to put it on the line. But maybe they've been sold something that might not be true. Like when I get customers on the phone, because I'm still on the phones here, uh, talking to a lot of customers who are wanting to start a business. And I'll tell them straight up, like, hey, you know, if you're starting a business, this is what you're going to need. And uh, you, this is what you're going to have to do. Uh, we had Brando on, uh, mm -hmm. on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And he, was, and he was straight up and he says, yeah, the hardest part isn't making a shirt, it's selling a shirt. And I was like, dude, that's so important for the people to hear. Because like, I could make a shirt like I'm a pro, literally I'm a professional shirt maker, mm -hmm. right? How am I at selling a shirt? It's different. So I, I think it's so all that to say, it's really good to share the struggles. So people, when they're making a decision on a lifestyle change, like, am I going to start this business? You can have all the info. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, what's really important. And especially in this day and age of everyone just showing the highlights. Yeah. But you know, I know this cause I mean, I work with a lot of creators, entrepreneurs, but the more someone's hyping something up, the more they're trying to sell you something. <laughs> and I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody. No, no, hey, no. make your money. Right. But that's what makes me different. Because I'm not trying to sell you anything. I have mm -hmm. nothing to sell. No course, no this and that. Yeah. I just want to help people. Yeah. And, and talking about YouTube management, I've even had to reject customers. They're like, Reyes, I want to start YouTube. Here's the money. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, first, what's your goal with YouTube? Because if you're trying to make a lot of money, I'm going to tell you straight out, it's not going to happen right away. Yeah. And I lost clients because of it, but they appreciate me because they're like, I appreciate you being honest with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And and I mean, I've been on the on the other side of that to where it's like, I work here at Heat Press Nation. My job is to show products products for sale. Yeah. And I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. It's really great. Um, but that's why I like what we're able to do here with this podcast as well is share the full stuff. Because if I'm showing you a three-minute video on how to make a coffee mug. I'm not going to show you. <laughs> like, mm. by the way, when you're talking to clients, like, like I don't, you can't fit that on a three-minute tutorial. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just think it's great to have to have you here on the podcast to share. Basically, man, what what makes the machine run? Like, how do you how do you keep that going, man? Yeah, you it's know really what? A lot cool. of caffeine, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I make it run right there. Yes, sir. I didn't I didn't start drinking coffee until I started working here and started making t-shirts. You know, sh it's one of those addictions. I'm not saying I'm addicted. But what I'm saying is, but if you I better don't have, have your cup. Yeah, if I don't have my <laughs> cup in the morning, I can't start work. Yeah, oh, it's mm -hmm. funny. Downstairs, we we uh some of the some of the sales team we pitched in to buy the Nespresso. Yeah, it's like it's like the Keurig's Big Brother. Mm. Junk's good, dude. It's good. And what is it? It's it's a pod like coffee machine, but it's like better than Keurig. Really? So Keurig, Keurig is like starter. It's cool, yeah. like standard. We have a Keurig here too, but all of us were like. We need something a little bit better. Mm. <laughs> so then we went for the Nespresso, and we're loving it. That's a good. It's a good brew right there. All right, man. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it a try. Yeah, Nespresso, send me send me my check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So for 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 the viewers out there, the yeah. listeners out there, they're hearing all this and like, you know what? I, I can do it. I you, like you know, they're they're encouraged by this. I could do it. And they want to know like where to start. What like keys would you give somebody? And I get because we're here at Heat Presentation, like, yeah. let's just imagine a t-shirt. It could really apply to any business, I think. Yeah. But for the sake of conversation, let's say it's a t-shirt business. Somebody wants to start a t-shirt business, right? Mm -hmm. They have a full time already. Yeah. They have, let's say they have a wife and kid yeah. already, right? Like what advice would you give them to start? Like what steps can they start taking today? Today is of course, get a heat press and vinyl cutter and do it whenever you have time. Okay. That's pretty much it. Start simple, start small, 
Don't invest a lot of money. But this is where I, I have to repeat it. You need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You're going to jump off a helicopter into the ocean. Are you going to sink or swim? You know, you really need to figure that out. And if you don't know if you're going to sink or swim, jump, and then you're going to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> so real quick. Yeah, so me, I'm the type of guy that if I think about it too long, I'm going to make every excuse in the book not to do it. Okay. You know, and if I have a backup plan, I'm going to quit plan A because I have plan B. Yeah. That's who I am. That's why I cut a lot of bridges, burn a lot of bridges with my jobs. And that's why I just go for it. But the downside is you're going to go through a lot of struggles. Yeah. I remember when I first I quit my job and I invested my whole income tax into my T-shirt equipment thinking, oh, it's going to take off. You know, I already have experience. I was late that month, $400, and I was stressing on rent. I had to borrow money, you know. And uh, the business was picking up slowly. I was just making enough. We couldn't go out. But that's how I learned. That's how mm-hmm. I run it. Just throw me into the wolves, I'll figure it out. But some people, and, and don't get me wrong, that's irresponsible because I had a kid, you know? Yeah. But that's just the way I am. Yeah, not for everybody, but yeah. if there's someone like you, yeah, then that works. So, But there's other people who do play safe, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Have your day job, invest a little bit, do it during the weekends, and as it grows, then if you can... Lay off the day job a couple of days and then put more effort into it. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is what a lot of entrepreneurs go through because I interview so many mm-hmm. and I work with so many. They're making some money in their business. They still have the day job. They don't know when they're going to take off and focus on their business full time. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. But sometimes you have to take that leap of faith. How much do you believe in yourself yeah. and your goals? Only you could answer that. And hey, you might take that leap of faith and then find out that nah, I'm struggling too much. Hey, you could always go back to a day job yeah, and then try again. But you have to figure out who you are. But start small. Have the day job during the weekends. Grow it. Build your clients. And once you're making about the same as your day job, I would say go all in. But that's scary, man. It, it is. It is scary. It's a big risk, especially if you have a family. Yeah. You know, oh, another thing is know your slow season for T-shirts. What do you think it is? It's January, February. That's right. Don't go hard because in November and December, you made a (laughs) lot of sales. And that's my issue. Yeah. And it's every business. I remember YouTube, November, December, I made like 22,000 in a month. I'm like, whoa, we went to Legoland. (laughs) We got a new place to rent house. January, psh. 5,000. And I'm like, whoa. And that's when I had to figure out the slow season for YouTube. Mm -hmm. Just like t-shirts, like vending. Every business has a slow and busy season. Figure that out first. Yeah. And then once you have like a whole year, then you could really plan your business. Mm -hmm. That's just my advice though. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff, man. And I love how you say it. Figure yourself out. Always. Because, Well, your, your story is different from my story, different from exactly. Brando's story. Like, we, I talked to Brando, and he's like, oh, I have a good job. I'm never going to quit my side job. My, yeah. my, my, sorry. He's like, I'm never going to quit my nine to five. Like, yeah. I love it. And I was like, that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. if anybody could afford to quit their day job, it's Brando, mm-hmm. right? And he's not. And then, like, it, it's just funny, just different people, different experiences. And that's what I love about being able to do a podcast like this is because 
we get to bring in different experiences. And some people, they may not identify with Brando. Mm -hmm. Some people may identify more with your story. And that's going to be what is like the kind of blueprint for their lives. So I really appreciate you taking the time to, to share with us, to be so transparent, man. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people are willing to just put, put it out there and, and share the struggle. And I think it's really important um, for as much as we talk about like your success. Because uh, again, absolutely killing the game right now. But as much as we talk about the success, like, there's a whole lot of struggle behind that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Hey, here's another thing. The struggles don't stop. They don't go away. <laughs> right. You just right. get better at putting out fires. Oh, man. Like, I, I'm going to invite you to preach that at my church on Sunday. That's so, that's so yeah. good. Dude, that is such gold right there. Because mm -hmm. oh, look, man. I'm running a full business. I have a full-time editor. I, at one point, I had a full-time editor. Full-time camera person in Los Angeles to record my clients. Full-time content manager mm -hmm. and an office. And I found out that I didn't have enough business to support everything. So three months later, I had to let the camera guy go. The content manager in my office. The editor weren't part-time. And that was a struggle. But... I've been to the struggle so many times already. It's yeah. like, hey, yo, bro, it's another <laughs> Tuesday. I got to make these hard decisions. I'm sorry. Keep moving forward. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. so good, man. Yep. All right. So last thing that I like to close with with my guests, I yes. ask this question. If you can go back in time. Yes. To Reyes filming the car. Like you haven't even posted it to YouTube yet. Mm -hmm. You're filming your car series, right? What advice would you give him? If you can go back in time and go talk to that young Reyes. Nothing. Cause, really? Because it's exactly what I wanted to happen. It took longer. I could give myself a little advice. Like, hey, instead of trying different hustles, just focus on one business instead of trying so many times. Mm -hmm. Put more work into your YouTube channel. Okay. But I feel like me patiently waiting to grow my YouTube channel helped me be more mature and appreciate mm -hmm. it. Because what if... I would have done YouTube, that homeless series would have took off, but I wasn't mature enough to really wow. accept that fame and that money. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when I had a family, it's uh, you got to be more conscious about the money and your next moves. Like Because 2015, Reyes, mm -hmm. I was still trying to figure myself out. And I made a lot of mistakes personally, you know? But then when I was 2018, Reyes, I was already, my, my kids was born already. I was stable in my relationship. And, you know, 2015, that's when I met my girl. What if the fame came and then, you know, comes with more girls and this and that? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because me and her were going through so much struggle, maybe I would have left. Maybe I wouldn't be that parent I am today. But because 2018 happened and I found out, hey, she's been with me with three years through the struggle, yes, I'm like she's the one. That's she's gold. Yeah, but she's gold. see how I feel like I'm the big person. Everything happens for a reason. I don't question everything. I'm the type of guy that like where life takes me is gonna take me. I'm not gonna question it and hope for the best. Yeah, that's me, dude. That's incredible, man. I really appreciate mm -hmm. your outlook. That's some good stuff, man. Really gold, you guys. If you're watching and listening, uh, man, you've gotten so many gold nuggets for it. Free ninety nine. Free ninety. We're not even gonna charge you this I'm time. Charging. We should, yeah. huh? We're we, gonna, I'm gonna put my Venmo on screen. You put your Venmo on. Yeah. Just right there. No. Cash <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, Rez, seriously, thank you so much for taking the time. Just come through town. 
grace us with your presence and with this gold, man. Any closing you. words you want to share with the people? We, we already said it. Figure already yourself it. out. You know, put yourself first, but try to balance your life. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. That's good stuff, man. Well, mm-hmm. thanks again. And uh, everybody, this has been Customizing Culture uh, with Jared from Heat Press Nation and Ray as the Entrepreneur. See you guys. Bye, everybody.